Hey, Gary. Jeremy, hi, yes. You like Huey Lewis in the news? Quite partial to a bit of Hugh Lou. Hmm. Their early work was a little too new wave for my taste, but when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humour. Uh, Jared, is that a ring, <laughs> Yes, it is, Gary. In 87, Huey released this, Four, their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip To Be Square, a song so catchy most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should. Because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends, it's also a personal statement about the band itself. Wait, wait, this is the guy that did that song with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is the guy that did the song with Gwyneth Paltrow. That's all I know him from. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Dear listeners, welcome back. Uh, from that intro, mm. the, the more savvy of you out there, and oh look, we're talking about our listeners here. So yeah, so let's let's lower that bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you may have figured out that we're covering the two thousand uh, classic, classic, classic is a <laughs> it's certainly a word. Uh, the song "Cruising" yeah by Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow and from, um, from the movie soundtrack. From the movie soundtrack, uh, duets. 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 Mm. Uh, Look, it wasn't our first choice, okay? True, but it is kind of funny that we're we're covering cruising because that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those halcyon days. <laughs> I do miss those public bathrooms, I'll tell you that much. But uh, we're, we're not alone in our in our turmoil, in our uh, misery here when covering this song. It wasn't our, well, it wasn't our first choice, dear listeners. It wasn't our, well, it wasn't my choice at all. I'm, I'm putting that out there. <laughs> and I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, if that there's been a, if you can hear an upgrade in the quality, that's because <laughs> of this. Of this, it's because there's been an upgrade in the studio. We have gone big time. Yes, we have a guest with us here today. Uh, the consummate professional. Uh, what did I call her before? The, the queen of reciprocal agreements. The queen of wishful thinking. The queen of wishful thinking. Uh, Joe Thornley, welcome. Hello, this is deeply upsetting. <laughs> I fold. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's all the time we got for. Uh, yeah. That's not the first time a woman said that to me today yeah. as well. Today, so, yeah. wow. Well, at least you put the word deeply in front of it. And how is my mom? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so early. Um, from the po- We should mention from the uh, ever so popular podcast, Zealot. Zealots. All um, about cults and uh, cheese as well. And cheese. Yeah. What well, it says right here, I'm assuming it's about cheese boards and cheese related accoutrement. Sorry, I didn't get a special one laser etched, especially for Careless Whispod. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, there's always next time. That's a, they're really long words. Um, um, sorry, I chose this one. It was from yeah, the list I, that you provided. It was. And you, yeah, can I just say for the record, you immediately jumped on this <laughs> Absolutely. song. Absolutely. My life policy is that bad experiences make good stories. <laughs> and this is a bad experience. What, so, the, the song or this experience <laughs> you're involved in right now? Yeah, whichever way you want to go with that. a blanket statement. Uh, well, okay, why don't you t- tell us why you chose this song, please, first. Mostly because I was working in music retail when it came out, so I had to listen to it about oh. eight or nine times a day, and it was 
in my head for about two oh. years. Is, is this going to be like an exorcism of, of that, uh, that like, spirit haunting you, of, of hearing that track over and over again? I wish, but now also I want to hear Linda Blair sing it. But <laughs> it's more I'm still upset because I like it. I like it. I like the song. No, but I think that's is. a bit of Stockholm Syndrome. I think it, yes. I am its prisoner. Therefore, I understand now why pop music, some pop music gets really popular. It's just because people surrender to it rather mm. than actually actively liking it. Yeah. You, you I think, said in your last episode as well that you like people like harmonies and they're good harmonies. People, people love that, yeah. I mean, there was, you know, there was an article finally, well, article, sort of the conspiracy theory and it sort of came out that they were using music in Afghanistan uh, <laughs> as a weapon of torture and it, and it turned out they were using Talika. Metallica. And I think I think they were Slayer using maybe? They were using a skinny puppy in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. As well. At Waco. And, and they had it so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used the song. Because if I used yeah. to be there going, Ready, blah, this is great, you know, put this on and, and I'm together. Yeah, yeah forget At about Waco, it. At Waco, they used a mixture of Gregorian chant to try and get the, everybody out, but apparently Waco stands for we aren't coming out. <laughs> um, they Apparently they used a mix of Gregorian chant. And Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking. I would stay. Yeah, that, that's not a terrible song. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, um, man, music technology, we speak a lot about music te- technology we've all worked in music Spotify now is becoming it's it's becoming pretty insane now right the other day one of my recommended uh, playlists I was watching a show and it had some uh, medieval music in it and it popped up like suggested and it was a medieval Spotify's own medieval it was medieval bangers (laughs) (laughs) it was what Spotify deemed as must hear medieval bangers that was my nickname in high school no. Uh, <laughs> no oh, I was really happy to let that pause go for a while. <laughs> but they should have flushing people out of compounds playlists. That's, oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> someone got there. Oh, they've heard us now. It'll pop up tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So, you just, the answer to that question was you just bloody like the song. And oh. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. But it's also like it's terrible because when mm. the star of the duet is Huey Lewis, yeah. you've got a good thing going. I'm happy. I'm happy to be stuck with him, you know. Yeah, but I think as far as <laughs> as far as Huey's concerned, no news is bad news. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, well, I think you, you touched on there that it was – just so damn catchy and you just surrendered to it. I didn't know that it was written by Smokey Robinson. Mm, it was and written, the original was written, produced and recorded by Smokey, uh, co-written by Marv Toplin from The Miracles, the band that oh, Smokey really? Robinson started out in. Um, and he's written some bangers. Yes. One of my favourite soul songs, actually. You Really Got a Hold on Me by Smokey mm. Robinson and the Miracles. Yes. That's, that's a really great tune. Well, Marv Toplin uh, co-wrote a lot of Smokey stuff, a lot of the Miracles stuff. He wrote stuff for Marvin Gaye, The Four Tops, uh, Temptations. So it's just a few little odds and songs here and there. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a all over the shop. He, he's been, uh, he's been uh, you know, he's been around. Yeah. Kind of like 
medieval bang over here. Look, every episode, because uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Smokey Robertson and Love Tarplin. Um, every episode, we, we have nicknames. I think Smokey Robinson should stay Smokey. Yeah. Marv Tarplin should be the bandit. <laughs> <laughs> but... But we're talking about the Huey Lewis and the Gwyneth Paltrow version, so uh, what do we call look, them? You might be. You got, you got oh, any ideas? I thought it was maybe old pickled egg, pickled egg Paltrow. <laughs> wow, pickled egg Paltrow. Pickled egg Paltrow. Due, due to okay. the uh, vaginal egg scandal. Oh, I, I heard uh, something about this. Can, uh, you, can you take us through what email. this is? Okay, so her, her like lifestyle website that sells products, Goop. Goop. Um, which it's terrible. Well, what? it's called Goop. It's called Goop. Goop. I think the G and the P are for Paltrow, and maybe the O's are just both vaginal eggs. Um, is she still married to the bloke from no. uh, Chris Martin? You they, did a, yeah, yeah, yeah. they did a conscious uncoupling. It wasn't a divorce. Oh, that that gives you a hint as to the kind of product she sells. But she was selling these eggs that you pop into your vagina. They're oh. made of jade and. Um, is Jade not? That <laughs> <laughs> seems a little bit presumptuous. But she, yeah, she does. She's not. She, <laughs> um, I stroked her and she did not look happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, I'm wearing one now. But yeah. they they're supposed to. Uh, they made some f- like some fake medical claims about this egg. It was supposed to help with all sorts of hormonal problems uh-huh. and also um, help you hold your wee. But I think that's just. Trying to hold a stone what, egg in. Why do you want to hold your wee? Well, so you don't piss your pants. You, this is a lesson you should have learned by now. But they got... So Jeremy doesn't see why that's a problem. No. They got, it's like $66 for a stone egg. <laughs> and they got sued for like $145,000. But I went, I, I went to see... Is bollocks? They're still available. No, they're they, like eggs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Although they're out of stock, but it says on there the eggs are pre-drilled for string add-on, and we recommend using unwaxed dental floss. That's that's sexy. How are people getting the eggs out? I suppose just jumping off a step. Jumping (laughs) off a step. (laughs) Gotta say, I do like my eggs pre-drilled. Right, and I just think, look, I'm a fancy lady. I will use waxed dental floss. Thank you. Sure. Oh, when only the best will do. <laughs> like that minty freshness. <laughs> so the eggs, the eggs that dentists use. <laughs> and so I, no, I am. Oh, sorry, well, I'm going down the. Oh pickled egg poultry. I just found pickled, a week pickled egg poultry. Pickled egg poultry. Okay, yeah. sorry. Old pickled egg poultry for Hugh Lewis. I was thinking Hugh. Oh no. Hugh Lewis. I like it. Simple. Just simple. Effective. I was going hooli dooly, but oh, even better. I mean, look, I do it like that. Be, it can be a mashup. Uh, pickled egg and hooli dooly. Yeah. And then it looks to bring the edge factor. This is from the Goop website. This is from the Goop website. Mm. Oh, I wanted to talk about that briefly, actually, before you because Lord knows, not much to talk about. Before you start shopping. Before I before I click <laughs> before I click pay now. Um, Add to that. Dozen eggs, please. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Now, I don't follow her career, although I kind of now wish I had. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gary, you used a very, very specific um, phrase to describe Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I have no idea. But she, look, I wanted to go into the realms of celebrity gossip here for a moment, mm, if mm, I may. Mm. She, is, she just does not. 
come off as a very nice person from what I understand. Do you know what I mean? I, can, I, can I use the phrase that you said? Please, please. You described her as an insufferable cunt. Uh, I don't think I'd use that strong language, but... Yeah, um, no, that is but, very... Yeah, she is an insufferable cunt, yes. Because like, she was out here, like, she was on Parkinson, she was a real pelican on Parkinson, I remember that. And then every now and again, whenever I hear a name mentioned, it's just her being an errant pelican about something. <laughs> I think errant pelican... You like pelicans. Yeah, that's pretty insulting. Um, errant pelican could be her nickname. I need to go. Well. I do so like pelicans. Pico Poltro and errant pelican. The Picklebag pelican. Oh. Look, I like a lot of her films because she's a decent actress, but... Yeah, she, I think she's a bit kind of <clears throat> vacant. But there was a thing on the internet this week about how she's been talking about how she likes getting her al- drinking first thing in the morning, a big refreshing glass of alkaline water with a squeeze of lemon. Doesn't that make it not alkaline? Yeah. Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. Old pH neutral Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> She's just part Chicken of this. the pH throw. Speaking of zealot and cults, she's part of this cult of celebrity where wellness. Her her uh, her opinion is supposed to mean something just because she's been in a fucking movie. I don't. Yeah. yeah right. I understand. And and too many people have kind of. She's been surrounded by too many people like, that say yes to her. Like the song, too many people have just simply surrendered to her. <laughs> I think a lot of people's favourite role of hers is the very last scene in Seven. Ah, uh, yeah. Did she die? Yeah, have, you, have you not seen I, I've seen Is that the one with the head in the box? Yeah. The box, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's her head? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's, that, that was the joke. We'll just pause while Jeremy catches up. Hang on. Let me watch it. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to let um, uh, Jeremy watch the movie. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real time. It's Jeremy's a bit slow, eh? Uh, the, the credits are starting on. Right, sorry. Now we did this in the last episode. <laughs> uh, but speaking of movies. Oh. Yeah, what's on the bottom? Was he? Yeah. Oh, Benny said. And then he was wrath. Oh, no, do you want to clean up first? Or? You good too. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good. I've just been talking about anything else. I don't really want to talk about the song. Uh, well, let's talk about... Let's talk about the movie that it was in. Speaking of Seven, that's a movie. Yeah, yeah. speaking of unpleasant speaking viewing of, experiences. Speaking of horror movies. Uh, <laughs> Jojo took it upon herself. <sighs> to watch it. And Ben blamed us. At no point was part of the research for this episode yeah. having to watch the movie film. And i got to say, I've not seen the movie. I have very strong opinions about it. <laughs> very strong. Right, take, take us through it. Take us through it for those, for those listening at home. The, the Too Long Didn't Read version is, it's a movie about karaoke. Mm. Um, that's pretty much really? enough. I read the song. I actually kind of like about as far as I can. I, I kind of like karaoke. Sure. Yeah, it's not bad. But you're, you're but a you narcissist, the movie. Jeremy. No, I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> but it's also a very bad movie about karaoke, as far mm. as karaoke movies go. But I fucking hated it. I really expected to like it. It's got, it's a bit of a road trip movie plus karaoke which isn't bad and i thought it would be all right but it's fucking awful and i'd like to quote from roger ebert or, oh, yes. or oh, yes. ebert. He, he gave it the thumbs down i saw he that really did. on the wiki entry <laughs> he says duets has little islands of humor and even perfection he's actually wrong there um <laughs> one of the few times i disagree with <laughs> the big man yeah floating in a sea of missed marks and murky intentions 
it's like three different pairs of people that all end up in a karaoke final in Omaha with mm. a grand prize of $5,000. Omaha. Um, Is that much more doing in Omaha? He describes the three different pairs of people as, one, the daughter who wants to bond with her long-lost father. That's, That's Huey and Gwyneth. Hulu and Pickle Day. Two, the black guy and white guy from different worlds who become best friends with the help of some drugs. Uh, and three, the slut with a good heart who redeems the aimless guy who lacks faith in himself. Then Roger says, combine these with the big contest that only one couple can win and you have an exercise in recycling. <laughs> I love it when it's bitchy. It sounds like, sounds like my life, my God. <laughs> the, the, the couple that, you, that you're talking about uh, with the help of drugs, is that yeah. Paul Giamatti? Yes, and the, other, and the, and the, the chief from... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, why did they think it was a good idea that Paul Giamatti sing on... He's better than you expect. Uh, End of I, sentence. I, I watched Yeah, The chief in Brooklyn, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andre Brow, is yeah. he? Man, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's not he's a good a, singer. It's just Paul Giamatti. He was one of the people that they dubbed over. Oh, really? Oh. But Paul's Because I was like, uh, his singing was excellent. That's why he's there, to kind of save Paul's singing. Because I, I didn't enjoy Paul Giamatti's performance <laughs> in the karaoke uh, stage. I just want to... It's so rare that anyone says that. Uh, in summary with the movie, yeah, uh, I saw Huey Lewis having sex. And I'm not fucking happy about it. It's not good. Because you're jealous that yeah, I wasn't with you? Yeah, yeah, I would assume so. That, that, that's what that's, I'm guessing. That, that's the power of love. It's a, it's a curious thing. That took you a long time it to make It makes Joe Thornley weak. <laughs> He's hip to be square and he was putting a, a round peg in a square hole. No, no. And at the end of it, no. he said, if this is it. Um, ah, yes! But it also, okay, Maya Rudolph. And he got stuck on you for a little bit. And then, <laughs> then she had a shower. <laughs> What's the song where he goes blue in the. <laughs> and he, and he in does the sink the alphabet full of life. In his tongue. Uh, yeah. No, we have to. Wait. <laughs> Years ago at a pub, uh, we had, had. It was in the same. Um, shop that I was selling this single in mm. but we had a work experience guy and we took him to the pub and we were like we realized that he was the only guy there and we we're like this is your chance where you're here you're speaking to all girls ask us any question you like and he was asking us all the a whole lot of questions about periods and sex and all that sort of thing and he asked about eggs. About well, no, he would, <laughs> unfortunately goop didn't exist. Otherwise, he would have already had all the <laughs> But he asked us about cunnilingus, and we came up with some advice, which was: imagine a sesame seed is glued to a cue ball, and you're trying to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you text that to me? <laughs> Look, I think we should just stop and go play pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but oh also goodness. Michael Bublé makes a cameo the appearance boobs. singing Boobs sing Strangers in the Night and he's wearing lip gloss. What, in duets? Yep. He's wearing lip gloss? Yep. You, I didn't realise he was an actor. I saw him in the X-Files. He's not. He was in the X-Files the other day. Boobs. <laughs> there you That's go. inconclusive. <laughs> no, no, I mean, he. what do you mean? Get was it boobs. him or was it... Get over the boobs. Polymorph. Ah, the boobs is great. Mm. But we're not here to talk about the boobs. No, no. I, I just wanted to 
get out my jokes about the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> directed by Bruce Poulter. Yeah. We're going to stab. Oh, God. And it, it does seem like a film that could only be the result of nepotism, mm. so that makes sense. But uh, the, the film Duets was released on the 9th of September 2000, and uh, it was so terrible, it was only eclipsed in scope of tragedy one year and two days later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> we don't have anyone who's seen in America, do we? Oh, okay. the thing I oh, hate we do is have it. a lot of American <laughs> Do we actually? Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, hello, America. You have hate. <laughs> yeah. I mouthed it. Certainly. <laughs> Joe was, uh, for the listener, Joe was miming that she has hate. <laughs> she's, she's moving her arm, her hand across her neck, you know, when she's trying to make a shut up or something. Well, so, uh, sorry, was it too soon? <laughs> the, 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 the September 11, 2001 joke. <laughs> you, know, you got any more jokes here about how bad the film is? Uh, no, just, I, I just... You were building up to that one. It was a big finish. Just the big one. It was just the 9-11 joke, really. You could say, so the, it was kind of like duets, twin towers Two, thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You could say that. No. I wouldn't know. Oh, I wouldn't. Jesus. No, no. Look. The, anyway, the thing I hate about the song is bounce. that bitch can actually sing. I... Look, I, w- I listened to this song in preparation yeah. for this episode and I was like, okay, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to actually listen to it. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, oh, she does have a decent yeah. voice. And then I heard her sing cover of uh, Ben Davis Eyes on the soundtrack yeah. of the same film. And I was like, oh no, she can't. We also sold the single for that. She, she butchered that song. We spoke about Betty Davis Eyes last time. We did, yeah. But I also like that, you know, she butchered a song. It's a great song. Yeah, but Kim Carnes, it's like, has a voice. You say you thought she was... Rod Stewart. 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 Yeah, yeah. So doing I'm not the only one, apparently. Yeah, uh, it's uh, one of my friends listened to that episode and said, I've always (laughs) thought that that was Rod Stewart singing that song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she also, she played, Gwyneth played... Um, a character called Holly Holiday in Glee, which I also for research, I really hate you both. I watched a couple of clips from Glee, and yeah, she does all right in that yeah, as well. For research, yeah. And she's got one of those, like she's got like setting nine on some appliances. She's got this really slow vibrato. Really? Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. Like a like a bit of older uh, Frank Sinatra. You know, he does a build up on uh, My Way. He, yeah. He, he holds a note. And then right at the end of the note, the vibrato comes in and he's got such control. King of phrasing, man. Yes. King of phrasing. Yeah, Gwyneth and Frank. Peas in a pod. <laughs> Look, if you put it's them it's next fun. to each other in a room, I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, and we've actually done that for you, dear listener. Here's how that would yeah, sound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if only you could see it. Uh, yeah. uh, he used to also sell fraudulent vaginal devices on the internet. Man, mm. Frank had a life. Yeah. Frank had a life. I remember years ago when I worked in music retail, I had a little old lady come in once and she was buying a Frank Sinatra CD and I went, oh, that's, that's really cool. I, I quite like Frank Sinatra. And she just looked at me and said, it's Frank's world. We just live in it. <laughs> she go. she oh. says that to every retail <laughs> assistant she can. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do, even if she's buying a salary. You know what I mean? That'd be uh, $4.99. Hey, it's look, Frank's world. We're just, we're just living I, it. 
I had someone come up to the and pantry. Mrs. McGillicuddy, here's your script for... <laughs> Thank you. It's ranks well. Just... <laughs> I had someone come up to the counter and they looked really shitty and they're like, do you have any Enya CDs? And I went, yes. <laughs> Sounds like they desperately needed the Enya. I went, yes. And she, well, I can't find them. And so I said, oh, I'll show you where they are. And I took her over to E and she went, oh, oh I was looking in N. <laughs> N for Enya. Oh, God. Oh, that's... Yeah. Oh, the that's memory beautiful. of trees, I tell you. Right. The memory of trees. I told it it's Silawai. Silawai, Silawai, Silawai. Can we talk about Huey now? Maybe we talk about Huey. <sighs> Do you want to get our regular segment out of the way, Chart Me Up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it'd be good to get um, Look, so involved in Chart Me Up. Look, I know you do uh, extensive research on these songs yeah. uh, every episode, yeah. uh, every song that Thorough. I Thorough. You're the real Jeremy of this podcast. Mm. Mm. You know, what the, fuck thinking, it, yeah. what the fuck is that supposed to mean, man? You know. Because when, when I was in high school, they used to say that the shit part of the local mall, they called it Jeremy. <laughs> Look, I just got fucking taken back there, man. Settle down, man. So, stop being such a Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> was that where Donut King was? <laughs> There was a donut king there. There was a donut king. Yeah. I might be the queen of wishful thinking, but you're the donut king. <laughs> he puts the holes in the donuts. <laughs> Speaking of cruising. Uh, uh, we've had a lot of fun here. So, chart me up. Yeah, we could do the song. Because Joe's got to do the song by oh, himself. Yeah. Chart me up. Hey, that was good. That's yeah. fine. That's really there we go. Excellent. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Uh, if you're out there and you uh, want to put a beat under that and <laughs> remix it, put some auto-tune in there. Uh, you Jerry! <laughs> okay, so the charts. Uh, the original Smokey Robinson version uh, by Smokey and the Bandit there uh, was number one in New Zealand. New Zealand loved that track. And uh, the US Cashbox Top 100. Uh, it was number four in the Billboard Hot 100 in the US and the Hot Soul singles by Billboard as well. Now, Jeremy mm. and uh, ah. Joe, I'd like you to partake in this. Uh, I want you to have a guess at where this song charted in the Australian charts. Well, this is the Smokey Robinson version. I had to replenish the chart wall constantly with new copies, so I think I know that it was number one. What, the Jouette's version? Uh, this, this is the, the, Gwyneth- sm- the Smokey oh. Robinson version. Oh, I have no idea. Um, four. Four? Sure. Nah, it would have been. I reckon. What year did the Smokey version come out in? Uh, 1979. Mm, 79. How Carry high did the, numbers go then? Carry the one. Uh, I think they had... All of them? I'm going to go like... They had at least 79. I'm going to go 12. 12? Yeah. It was number 70 in this oh. <laughs> Number one in New Zealand, number 70 in But Australia. we've seen that happen a few times on the podcast, we, haven't we? We saw it with one uh, because they weren't... There wasn't... They weren't... Uh, it was Easy Lover, I think. There was no distribution well, for it in Australia. And so we would get, uh, they were mm. bringing it into Australia from New Zealand. So they got really it. high... Believe it. I, I do. I do believe it. <laughs> I feel like... Cruisin might have. Can we can we pull up Urban Dictionary from New Zealand in 1979? Because I feel like. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, and I found it. Yeah. Thank you so that much. That was my homepage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's only mine on incognito, but. 
so let's talk about the Hulu and the Gwynpow uh, version. Uh, oh, I've seen. Isn't that a kung fu film? No, they just annoyed you. Gwynpow. It's a number seven. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I was a bull. Uh, I was about to get sued. We don't do cultural appropriation and. Uh, well, you know, I'm a, we don't do racism in my house. It wasn't. No, I'm just saying no. it. No. I'm just. <laughs> I'll be I'll be in the Jeremy. Just tell me when you need me. <laughs> I'm going shopping in the Jeremy. I, I just I really can't wait to get out of here so I can be racist. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I like that whole "I'll be the Jeremy." That might be something. <laughs> what do you do right after you say "I'll be the Jeremy"? I'll be the Jeremy. <laughs> I don't know. Just cry. Probably. You, cry, <laughs> you get out a wire brush. Cry, oh. Get out the eggs. <laughs> so the Hugh Lewis and the Gwyneth Paltrow, the duets version, uh, the US hot adult contemporary tracks uh, was uh, number one in that chart. Isn't that a contradiction in terms? Uh, hot and adult contemporary. Now, I'd like you to guess, both of you, where they came in the Australian charts and the New Zealand charts, seeing as there was such a disparity in the last one. Uh, well, Jojo said number one, right? I think in Australia it was one. Because I had Australia. to replenish that, and it was up high. It was up high. Yeah, because I had to reach up on the shelf. I'm going to go New Zealand one, Australia yeah. four. Oh. Four. I'm go Australia one, New Zealand two. Ooh. It's number one in both countries. Oh, trick question. Oh. That was chart me up. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Oh, can we just get an outro song, thanks, Joe? Chart me up. There it is. Thank yeah. you. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Damn. Oh, damn. No, that's, it's, spicy. That, it's that easy. Uh, I mean, it was almost as good as Paul Giamatti, but <laughs> I've just, I have just realised we got her doing that with no background, so that can be literally dumped into every episode from now. On. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I can do it really close. I'll just go, Charlie. There it is. Wow, good lots um, of sound bites. Speaking of lyrics, which I just did, I yeah. in the movie they're father and daughter. Mm. And there are some lyrics in that song yeah. that I don't think fathers and daughters yeah. should sing to each mm. other. Because there's one is, and if you want it, mm. you've got it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What? Fuck. I've heard. I've heard. 95%. Anyway. Allegedly. Yeah, you just got to get off the homepage. Um, <laughs> one of them is, and if you want it, you got it forever. This is not a one night stand, mm. followed by baby yeah. I agree that it shouldn't be a one-night stand between father and daughter. Incest isn't just for one night. It's not just for Christmas. It's It's forever. forever. Don't be afraid of commitment when it comes to this. (laughs) That's right. I I think that's what we're all taking away from this episode. Don't make Christmas awkward. (laughs) And the other is... um, It brings a whole new level to stocking stuffing. <laughs> and oh, think of the children. Yeah, and think of the children. No, no, no. no. All right, no, 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 no. all right, darling. Time, bring out the mince pies. Um, and the other lyric is, and inch by inch we get, oh, we grow closer and closer. We get closer and closer to every little part of each other. Followed also up by, oh baby, yeah. Mm, fucking hell. That's right. Sounds like a good Saturday night, but not if you're related. Not really. No. No. I mean, they were kind of, wait, what's the word? Estranged. Estranged. That was more strident mm. than I meant it. But Maybe it's estranged. Estranged. Like that, yeah. <laughs> estranged. 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 <laughs> Is it just me or Tommy? Yes. Does he, yeah, okay. That, yeah. that in mind. Yeah. 
does it seem like Huey Lewis is just some regular dude who uh, who was found at a bar sometime and was like thrust into a band and he, he doesn't know what's happening? So like at a karaoke competition, kind of. Yes, yeah. I want to hear a bad word spoken about our Lord. I'm not Huey saying Lewis. it's a bad thing. I'm convinced all. that Huey Lewis came. He's out- your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm convinced he came out of the womb 40 years old. Yes. <laughs> just yes. stayed 40. And just his stayed whole life. 40. Yeah. Hell yeah. He is just that guy. Yeah. Right? yeah. He's like a little bit of a like a weird dad or a weird uncle. And he looks and he looks like he smells like dust. He does look like he's all very, very look, all it? like cheap cologne, like brute or something. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. You know you had the did you ever have those uncles? Uh, and at Christmas, you would, I had this uncle, and he would shake my hand like every like uh, thing, and he'd go, "What's the matter? <laughs> Can't let go, eh?" <laughs> and always like you, the uh, yeah, like exactly like you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd, you'd always you'd have the the brute on on, mm. on your hand. Um, it's a and scary until you let go, and to let yeah. go, obviously, yeah. Huey Lewis's car would smell like old chocolate milk and newsprint. Newsprint, yeah, newsprint for sure. Uh, like maybe. Thanks for backing me up on that. No, I like that. I like that. Uh, and maybe like a night, it'd be like like an old baseball glove. Yes. You know what I mean? Because his face kind of is one. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of, speaking of, I just thought, wait, I just had a mental image of, oh. of a dick that looked like an old baseball glove, and it's like. Mm. I said his face. Why did you think of a dick that looked like a baseball glove? Welcome to my house. There's no <laughs> racism, but there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's some other fuck up shit that goes on. I'm going to tell you that much. Um, Huey, I'm so quiet. You know what? I should be over the moon that we're talking about Huey Lewis, who is one of my favorite artists, but I'm also so disappointed that his worst performance. This perhaps? is probably his worst performance. I even feel like on this performance, you can hear that he doesn't want to. <laughs> you can hear it, right? Uh, Look, uh, Hugh Lewis, phenomenal uh, harmonica player, mm. absolute monster musician. Um, he just released a new I'm track so excited. Ago. This week, it's fortuitous. He has just released a new track, which was recorded a couple of years ago. Very sadly, um, Hubert has, uh, he has many ears disease, which is, a, a, I think, disease of the inner ear. So he now can't, like, hear the band behind him. You know what I mean? Wow. So this was recorded before he got sick, and I think they recorded a bunch of stuff and they're releasing it. I had tickets to go see him at the State Theatre years ago. Yeah. He canned it. And because I've, of that, I, I, I've never forgiven him. Is it still the news? Like, he can't hear the news? Well, yeah, yeah, can't hear the news. Mm. Hear I, the I news. was going to say that I was speaking to Jeremy about this in our email chain uh, the other day, and uh, I thought that Huey Lewis should try to update the band for modern times Yeah, and suggested perhaps, you know, Huey Lewis and the trending hashtag. Yeah, Huey Lewis and BuzzFeed. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huey Lewis <laughs> and the Hoffer. yeah. Huey Lewis and Sky News. Oh, dear. <laughs> There's racism there. There, yeah, there is. That's where it's allowed. Just let it, That's where it's allowed. It's, <laughs> and like, on the subreddit, yeah. Like and like Sky News, it's subtle yet insidious. <laughs> Huey uh, Lewis in the 4chan. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said there was no racism. <laughs> <laughs> that ship has out the window. Out the window. Out the window. 
So, look, I really hope we can speak about Huey in under, think, under happier circumstances yeah, in I think the future. We'll, we'll talk about Huey again in a song that isn't so dreadful. Uh, look, I, I don't even like song. the original song. I'm going to put that out there. I like Smokey Robinson's voice, and I think he does a good job of it. But I think... Can you credit the like harmonies it. at all? On the duets version. Yeah. I, I, I just know that Huey's capable of so much better, so it's just... Especially hard. if you listen to some of his doo-wop stuff mm. with the news, which is just insane. So then you hear that, and it's just... It's kind of like... It's like listening to a limp baseball glove. <laughs> <laughs> but in the movie, it's funny because he's a hustler. So he's a karaoke hustler. He goes around and he dresses like a nerd. And he goes up... So he's up sharking people yeah, like karaoke. He goes, up, he goes up to the karaoke stars <laughs> and sort of goes, so what's all this karaoke business? And then, and then they he gets them to place a bet that he can't do better and then he blows them out of the water. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going... Uh, you Just forgot to say out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, don't they recognise Huey Lewis? I mean, you'd think yeah, so. He, yeah. had, he had some hits. That's, he did. He had some hits. Hey, look, you look mighty familiar to me, stranger. <laughs> uh, before no, we get to that, you ain't that Huey Lewis, are you? <laughs> Coming in here to swindle us out of our karaoke money. And you're no, just sitting nearby and they don't know him. Yeah. No, no, that ain't me. That's actually pretty good. If it was a Western karaoke hustler film, if it was Maverick, mm. but with Huey Lewis he is and karaoke, man, sign me up. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That's a good elevator pitch. That's actually pretty good. Uh, before we get to the money shots, we ain't trying to hustle us out of our. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. We've lost Jeremy. Yeah, I'm sorry. trying to edge my way to the money shot, but um, <laughs> slowly. <laughs> that was also to... my nickname in high school. <laughs> the edge or the money shots? Both. The, the edged money shot. <laughs> no, less edge than rimming. No, thank you. You know that's that. I think you need a top up. No uh, way. <laughs> no way, Kimosabi. <laughs> uh, I, I decided uh, off mic that I was going to stop doing other versions of the songs that we cover, but there is one version of this, uh, of Cruising, that I wanted to mention mm. uh, before we get to the money shot. Does it have an apostrophe in it? Uh, does it have an apostrophe in it? No. Because I know D'Angelo did it. Oh, D'Angelo did, did do one that went uh, very mediocre ways in the in Despite the its magnificence as a song and the incredible harmony. And, and the apostrophe. Yeah. That, that wasn't enough to save him. But um, It's good enough for Scandalous. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oofty. Oh, Scandalous. Scandalous. Uh, there was an 80s crossover thrash band called Beowulf. Fuck yes. And they did a cover of the Smokey Robinson version, obviously. I'm, I'm assuming you're playing this underneath, yeah, right? Yeah, if you don't oh, right. cut this in right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, that's in the edit. Uh, and it's really fucking good. I like it it's better the than harmonies. the original. I like it better than the, the Hulu and the... Incredible the they didn't get Gwyneth in. I mean, they should have. Yeah. But it's, it's more of like a hard rock song than a, than a thrash song and it just lends itself really well to that 80s kind of metal sound and uh, you can hear it playing underneath that, uh, my um, talking right now, yes. so enjoy. Look, all I'm going to say is that everyone that I told 
that oh. I was coming on this podcast, all four of them, when I mentioned the song I was talking mm. about, they went, oh, like that. Like in like oh. a good way? Impressed? Look, I didn't, I didn't press them. I did. <laughs> Hugh Lewis did, I just realised he did another couple of songs on that soundtrack. He did Feeling Alright, which was... Uh, Feeling Alright. That's right. the one he hustled. Is it the one he hustled? Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah. made famous by Joe Cocker. Cocker. And yeah. that's how he picked up, and that's why he, I saw him having sex. He, his voice was it was really good on that track, too. Wow. Man, boy can sing. But then, cruising, he just kind of like... Mm. I think he just... I, mm. Lonely tre- Teardrops, though, he does as well, which uh, Jackie Wilson made famous. Ah, uh, Jackie Wilson. Mr. Um, Fabulous. He's got to be in our Soul series. Yeah, sure. I hope so. Did either of you watch the actual film clip? Of? Of Cruising. Of Cruising, yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. I watched it a couple oh, of times. Well, we usually talk about the film clip. We've sort of spent well, more time. Well, we talked about the movie. It's kind of the movie. It's cut in with the movie, right? Yeah, yeah but it's well, got it the, the addition of them in the studio recording the song, and mm-hmm. I like the fact that it's got... For most of the actual in-studio, just Huey and Gwyneth hanging out, listening, <laughs> it's got them holding cups of coffee while they're singing <laughs> and while they're listening to the playback and it's kind of like... I don't uh, know what to do with my hands. But it's, I think it's like, <laughs> these guys are really big celebrities. Can we just bring it back a notch? They're just hanging out. Let's give them some mugs. It's bizarre yeah, right. and amazing. Would you say they uh, mug themselves? I wouldn't. That's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was great. You. Now you know how it feels to be in the Jeremy for a while. Uh, I feel like don't feel right great, Jeremy. does it? No. Um, no. Would you say they mo- No. No. Hey. That's all the time we got here today. Uh, uh, thanks, uh, Joe. Was Joe. Yeah. Thank you, Miss Elliot. <laughs> Please uh, call me Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people, thanks. Uh... <laughs> Money shots. Money shots. Uh, this is a hard ah, No, this is super easy for me. Oh, well, let, let's, let's, let's have the guest of honor okay, yeah, uh, yeah, unleash yeah. her money shot all over right right in front of us. Right yeah, into yeah, our yeah. ear canals. Yeah. I can't remember what they're singing at the time, but I do like the, um, like, just release and you will find that thing. Yeah. Like, because it's kind of, especially Huey's part, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's descending, it's raindrops plinking on a piece of aluminium foil it's nice it's playing underneath this right now it's my yeah it's my favorite little bit of harmony because it's gentle and nice mm-hmm. unlike the sex that huey lewis had in the movie yeah, he likes it rough i can tell that's <laughs> with people he picks up when uh, he sings in my all right. as well. yeah he he uses joe cocker for a reason yeah yeah, emphasis on the first part of his yeah, last name. Yeah, probably not. That's what he calls old. little Huey. Yeah. <laughs> he calls it his joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Ah! <laughs> wow. Uh, Utter Jeremy. Um, Jeremy. Yes. What is your money shot? The song is four minutes and 52 seconds. Mm -hmm. My favourite is four minutes and 53 (laughs) seconds. Mm, You stole my money shot. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I had it set up in my head. It was like, right towards the end of the song, they stopped singing. Yeah, yeah. That was... I really like that. I thought I had the bad part of the deal by having to watch the movie, by volunteering to watch the movie. Um, (laughs) But you guys have hated this entire thing. Uh, look, I thought I was coming in here with you both loving it, both because Jeremy loves Huey Lewis 
and because you picked the song, I thought that you that meant that you enjoyed it. Yeah, we were really looking to you to carry this one a little bit more. I am its unwitting slave. So <laughs> I, I was quite happy to be the bad guy and go fuck this song, you know. But uh, I think uh, we've we've come to an accord on, uh, for the most part. I think I think the worst. This is this is a comment. Uh, it's waxing lyrical at the end of the episode. Yeah, mm. wax away. The I think the worst music mm. is music that doesn't elicit a response. I, I remember years ago when I was doing year 12, I think it was year 12 high school music. And I remember my music teacher at the time said all music, good music should elicit a response, be it positive or negative. Mm. The worst, even if you hate it, it's done its job. If you love it, it's done its job. A song like this does absolutely nothing and I think that's the worst kind of music there is. And again, twofold, disappointment because our Lord Huey Lewis is 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 involved with it. There he is. And they're my final thoughts. That's so on point. Uh Drew, do you have any final thoughts before before we wrap up? Can we if we ever go to film this thing, right? Yeah, the Keller's Whisper. Not a remake of duets. No. Well, well. well. <laughs> I feel like an iPhone version with the three of us done now in half an hour would be better than that film. I'd watch that. Yeah, exactly. Right? There is a guy at Which the is- end that sings Copacabana in the Omaha final. Oh, I will play that just, guy. Just saying. I think I want to be I'm like... Marty. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> I think... I'm the egg. At the end of every episode, <laughs> I'm like the janitor just buffing the floor and just give my final thoughts. Oh, hey. Can see you this. please not mime buffing the floor when what? you say buffing the floor? What's wrong with that? Buffing the floor? It's the machine to buff. What's so bad about out of all the shit it's we've like spoken about? It's like you're holding the thumb and the pinky finger of a baseball mitt. <laughs> Looks like you're holding Huey Lewis's face. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an idea. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Are you? It's face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the idea again? <laughs> He's kneeling down, obviously. He's hustling me for a karaoke <laughs> contest. He shot you good. <laughs> <laughs> Huey, do you know you were born looking like you were 40? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude to speak with your mouth. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Even if you're Huey. Uh, so any final thoughts? No. No. <laughs> None. Anything you'd like to plug before we, before we wrap up? Just my shit. Yeah. yeah. Sell it. Yeah. Think about it. cults. Good. Yeah. Do you, Do you want to talk about a cult on my podcast? Uh, sure, yeah, I'd love to. Pick one. Okay. Bullshit! I didn't get to pick one, I got a You die. did, and you picked one I'd already done. Oh, yeah. That's and right. th- so then you said, okay, you pick one. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, 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 think of it as punishment. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> what an utter Jeremy. You did a Jeremy. Oh, an errant errant Jeremy. <laughs> a gerant me. So, uh, Zealots, check that out. Uh, I'll, I'll add links to the, the episode so people can find it. Uh, but it is worth a listen. Uh, and if you run out of Zealot episodes, there's always Jeremy's episode on there as well. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot you did one. Listen to that. Listen to that last. <laughs> And if you run out of that, you've moved into the realm of um, media now, physical media. There's a book too. You can buy that. Yeah, there is right. a book. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Any, any ideas on sales on that at the moment? Do you get a sales oh, I just got my first royalty book. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, I recouped. That oh, was, that's awesome. Yeah, that was like my last. I wanted to get a book deal. I wanted to write it. And then I wanted to get you're, recoup and get royalties. You're Fantastic. in the green. You're in the green. Yeah. 
one. Yeah, it's good. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. People, people at airports. That is how you. They, man, the true crime at airports, right? They love it. Yeah, and that's that's maybe we. I mean, that's how you afford a little monogram cheese board. That's that's cheese board money right there. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, cruising was like I felt like I was being murdered whilst listening to it on a cheese board. You were cruising for a bruise then. Oh, we got to end that's that it. joke. I'm so that's sorry. It. I'm that's so it. sorry. See you later. That's it. See you later. That's it. Okay. Bye. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.